and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented Sorry. by Lenore Community Mailbox College. To send an SMS notification, Well, that's press not five. good, is it? <laughs> Let's try Coach Smith again. Hey, this is the Brian Hanks Show. Today is Tuesday, May the 9th in the year of the Lord 2023. <coughs> Excuse me. This is episode 855, uh, hour two of episode 855 of the Brian Hanks Show, uh, presented by Lenore Community College. My co-host, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me here at the end of this second hour for the birthday game. Uh, if you missed our first hour, please leave your message for Wow, we're we're getting his voicemail here. Let's see. You know the cool thing about Coach Smith is I have uh, two numbers for him. So let's try this second number here and see if we can get him on that. But uh, if you missed our first hour of today's show, then by golly, you missed a really good uh, first hour. We had our good friend uh, Richard Clark on to talk about the uh, uh, NBA playoffs. And, man, just great NBA playoffs that are going on right now. We talked about all four of the series that are going on and uh, got his analysis. We talked even a little NASCAR with him. So if you missed that, then go to uh, uh, brianhanks.com, go to SoundCloud, and you can uh, listen to that show archived there for sure. Uh, like I said, coming up here in this hour, we're going to have, uh, we're trying to get up with uh, Coach Gary Smith from Lenore Community College. He might be a little bit tired right now uh, with everything that's going on. Hi, you've reached Doris Smith. Okay, well, uh, we uh, are uh, not going to have Coach Smith right now. We're, we'll send him a message, Joe, and try to get him up here on the line with us. I tell you what, while we do that, why don't we thank a couple of our sponsors? It's always good to have sponsors. Here we go. Let's listen for listen to a couple of them. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose. Qualities that lead to victories on the field of play and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County Public Schools. We pursue excellence. In 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S-Net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I called Downey's Protection System. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Downey's Protection Systems. And uh, joining us right now on the uh, Brian Hanks show this morning, I've, I think we have him. Let's see. Coach Smith, are you there, sir? Ah, hold on. I, you're not connected to my roadcaster. Let's try this again. Coach Smith, are you there, sir? I, I am for the moment. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Very good. Yeah, coach, thank you for joining us this morning. And I got to tell you, uh, 
before we even start breaking down and analyzing this amazing Region 10 tournament that just concluded yesterday with a 14-2 victory over Catawba Valley Community College in the championship game, I want to thank you, man. What a ride. What a ride this has been to this point. Uh, it's something I wrote for uh, Junior Smith and ENC Moments for the story that I wrote there uh, that's up there. 13 wins two seasons ago. 35 wins last year. However, uh, no wins in the region tournament this year. Six wins, Coach. Can wrap your mind around that, Coach. Six wins in the Region 10 tournament. Five of them in must-win. You had to win. Uh, elimination games for uh, the Lancers. This is what a weekend, Coach. One of the best weekends in Lenore Community College baseball history, sir. Thank you. Ah, you bet, my. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> I, I, uh, it was, it was wild. Uh, been doing this a long time and there. I don't, I don't know if I've ever sp- seen as much baseball magic spread on one team as I saw spread on us. And, you know, some of that is, uh, you know, just preparation. Some of it's just will. Um, and a lot of it is support. Uh, you know, I think, I don't think our guys after, after losing to Pitt, I, you know, we didn't talk about win or go home. We just talked about the next game and, um, you know, just play the next game. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Well, I'm telling you again, I'm in my 31st year of uh, covering high school and college sports, and I don't remember a, a weekend like this. I really don't, Coach. I mean, like uh, you jump out of the gates, you beat a, a Wake Tech team, uh, 12 to four in seven innings, and then that setback, that 16 to five setback against Pitt Community College on Friday night. Knowing if you're going to make it to a championship, you're going to you you can't lose again. You know you're going to be playing two games a day. You do it on Saturday. You beat Bryant and Stratton five to three in the early game on Saturday. You uh, beat Cleveland, a very good Cleveland team out of Shelby, five to four Saturday night. Uh, you get your revenge, and that's where I want to go next. Is uh, taking on Pitt for the second time uh, on Sunday. Uh, you beat them seven to nothing with a pitcher that had thrown 13 innings all season, and all he does, Coach, is give you nine shutout innings. He goes the distance. How big was that game? And I know there's 100 points that we could point to over this weekend that you could say were key, but that was pretty important that he helped save your pitching, and he throws a shutout against a team that had scored 16 runs against you a couple of days earlier, Coach. Oh, Colin, Colin Wyatt, um, he's the kid we picked, we got from Manio. Uh, and I, I'd known Colin a long time and, you know, he'd always kind of been a starter and then he gets into our program and, you know, his, throughout the whole year, really, his, his role was to be our, our setup guy, our eighth inning guy. Um, and, and when I told you, I, I think I told you, I mean, we were on the bus. And it wasn't quite. Let's pull somebody out of a hat, but it was it was close. <laughs> um, and you know, Colin goes out, Colin goes out, and every inning, I, I'd look over at CC Tillman, our pitching coach. We just kind of give each other a look. I said, "Running back out there," and <laughs> you know, we we got to very late in the game and. Uh, CC said, I think Colin's about out of gas. I said, 
Yes, he, he looks like he is. I mean, he was moving around like an old man, moving around like me. <laughs> and uh, but I said, but you know, and, and I think what happened in that game is that as Colin, he didn't throw you know a ton of pitches. He was very efficient, but as he started to fatigue. Um, you know, everything slowed down even more, which just, I think, added to the difficulty that, that the pit hitters had. You know, they do very well against velocity. So we tried the, the opposite, and, and it worked. Well, I tell you what, and no, I mean, all apologies to the young man. He a great job that Colin did, but. I hadn't really, I didn't even really know who he was other than, like you said, I mean, he was your, you know, your setup guy for your closer, but for him to throw, I got to ask you this legitimately. If I had told you coach that he was going to throw nine innings and get a complete game shutout before the game, would you have had me drug tested coach? Uh, It would have been, I'd have wondered, (laughs) Um, you know, and and the other thing with Colin was that he, you know, he is kind of an unassuming kid. Um, you know, very not uh, nothing flashy, just down to earth. Uh, you know, just a great kid, great ap- approach. He's kind of got the the beach uh, laid back mentality. And uh, to be honest, uh, you know, he's down in the bullpen, so I don't I don't see him a whole lot throughout a game. But I'm not. I I told him. I, I said, Colin, are you are you you good to start this game? He said, yeah. And then so I said, what do you do, coach? Pull him out of a hat on the bus. And I went, not. I, I said, I, I'm really only pitching Colin because I want to actually see him in his uniform. Because every time I'd, I'd see him in the stadium, you know, he'd have on like a, a T-shirt and some shorts and some, you know, uh, spare boat shoes on. <laughs> like, you know, is this? kids still on our team um but but he did great well he was awesome uh, like i said your whole team was awesome but to me that was one of the key points of uh of this of the six wins in the region 10 tournament uh then you take on a catawba valley uh team that uh was the number one seed coming out of the west that had really had blasted their way through the tournament i mean they beat pitt 11 to 6 they beat patrick and henry 9 to 6 they beat uh brian stratton before that 12 to 8 and then you guys take them on and it's a just the offense i've got my book right here in front of me coach and it looks like i mean it looks like and yes i used a pen it, it looks like my pen exploded all over Everybody, everybody was key uh, offensively for you in that twenty-five to ten victory on Sunday night, which forced yesterday's game. Uh, just to play a team of that high caliber, coach, a Catawba Valley team, the number one team coming from the West, and to put a twenty-five spot on the scoreboard. And then, heck, even yesterday, fourteen runs against them yesterday, so you outscored them thirty-nine to twelve in the last two games. Your offense—they're just—they're hitting their stride at the right time, aren't they, Coach? I, I, I hope so. Um, I mean, I can't ask them to do much more, and it was—it was kind of funny because I thought that, you know, even even in the Wake Tech game where we scored twelve, I just didn't feel. I thought I felt like something was off. Swings were off, and I was questioning. You know, had we. 
you know, had we hit enough? Had, uh, you know, are guys tired? Are they going cold? And then, you know, Friday we scored five runs in both of those games, um, which just kind of magnified my anxiety about our offense. And then, you know, just to explode like that, uh, I don't know, Brian, I, I, I can't explain it. It wasn't like there was a drop-off in, in pitching. I mean, with, you know, with Catawba Valley, if anything, there was an increase in the quality of pitching. I mean, that team was good. And, and you know, I, I was not comfortable. I was really not comfortable in either game until the big innings late. Well, and you're talking about those big innings late. And again, that voice you listen to, Gary Smith, he's a head baseball coach at Lenore Community College. His Lancers headed to the district championship. We're going to get to that in a moment. But I, I had to go down, just uh, look back at these games here in Region 10. But you're talking about the offense, an eight-run inning in the sixth inning against Catawba Valley on Sunday night. And then you couldn't have, had, you couldn't have scripted it any better, Coach, like you told us in the postgame uh, yesterday. Uh, Catawba Valley scratches back to within six to two with a home run. And then how do you answer that with a six run inning in the eighth inning that puts them away? Uh, and then two more runs in the ninth to provide the final score 14 to two. How welcome was that six run eighth inning yesterday against uh, Catawba Valley coach? It was the first time all game where I felt like I could, you know, I could breathe. Um, <laughs> because, I, I I mean, you were there. You saw the intensity that, you know, they had in their dugout. You saw the quality of players, the physicality of their players. Um, you know, just – excuse me. They had the player of the year on their team uh, in the region. I mean, uh, just, just really, really good um, program, well-coached. Uh, just uh, when we put up the when we put up the numbers in the eighth, then you know, I know in baseball, especially in college baseball, lead can evaporate in a hurry. But that was about the first time that I thought, you know, we might win this thing. Well, I can tell you uh, again, just exciting times, uh, Lenore Community College. Uh, and I've got to ask you before we start, before we preview this week uh, or this weekend, just you, you spoke to this yesterday with us in the post game, but I'd love to get a couple of quotes from you here about this. Now the, the turnaround of this program coach, and I, and it's something I've said several times and people inside, outside the program, it was one of those kind of open secrets. The, the, the program, the baseball program, which went to the world series in 04 in 2008, and 2010, it had really bottomed out right before you got there, coach. And to the point where there was yeah, some open talk about this program, maybe disbanded. I mean, you know, why spend money on a program that's, you know, producing single digit wins in a year and, Coach, you come in and you've just turned this thing around. Like I said, 13 wins your first season. But you could see the difference. That's what I – you knew something special was brewing, even though you only won 13 wins that first year. Then 38 wins or last year. But no wins in the region tournament. And then to do what you've done this year, win the region tournament, you're you know, one series away from the World Series. Coach, how have, how have you done – how have your coaches performed this turnaround – with this Lancers baseball program, sir? Well, I, 
you know, the, the big difference that I've, you know, any anybody that goes from a high school situation into a college situation, I mean, it, the, baseball is baseball. Instruction is instruction. The, the big difference is the recruiting. Uh, in high school, you have to you have to play the hand you're dealt. Um, you know, you're going to have you're not going to have an infinite number of players in the building. Um, you know, then once the guys show up, once your team's formed, then you got to figure out you know how to get the best man out there. You know, you may play kids out of position sometime. You may have to convert some position. Um, in college, you have the luxury of being able to go out and recruit, and I, I think that it, it are yeah, you know even with even with um, not having the allure of a winning time, uh, you know I told our recruits, look, you know this is not the SPCA. You know we're not taking every mongrel walking down the street that's carrying a glove. Um, so we tried to be very selective about the kids we recruited. Uh, we tried to look for traits that would fit into my philosophy. Um, and then, you know, tried to create a system that uh, kids bought into. And uh, I think that, you know, for, for the most, for the most part, um, you know, we've retained the kids that we've brought in. I mean, we haven't, we haven't had kids quit. We, you know, now of course, once you win a little bit, recruiting becomes much easier because you do have that that notoriety and uh, winning the tournament. Um, you know, I'm I'm almost fearful now of you know my phone blowing up with kids going, "Hey, I'm still looking for a place to play," um, but uh, that's a great problem to have. Oh, it absolutely is. And the way that you've put this team together, Coach, it's just amazing. I'll tell you what, we got a couple minutes here left. Tell me what you know about uh, – hold on, let me get – I, I want to make sure I get the name of uh, the program right here. Uh, St. John's uh, River State College. What do we know about them, Coach? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, I don't even – I don't even know where Palatka, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Palatka, oh, Florida. Yes, sir. I don't. Even, I don't even know where that is. I mean, you know, after after the game last night, we got everybody packed up. We got on the bus. Um, I, I didn't even. To be very honest, Brad, I didn't even know what day it was. Um, <laughs> you know, my wife was like, "Hey, you want to go out and celebrate or whatever?" And and I I kept thinking it was Sunday because you know normally the last game of the week that we play is on Sunday. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to get out of here or get home till eight o'clock. What's going to be open at eight o'clock on a Sunday night where I'd want to go. Um, so I, I, I came home, uh, ate a frozen pizza, um, watched a little bit of the Warriors game, went to bed. Um, so, you know, the homework starts today. Uh, we'll figure out who they are. Ranked 12th in the country uh, last week. Uh, we've got 40 plus wins. 
So, I'm, you know, uh, and I'm sure just, you know, any program in Florida, you, you anticipate it being very high. Um, I've heard the weather's pretty good down there, uh, baseball. Um, so, you know, we'll figure out who they are. Uh, but, I, but I, you know, we're going to be tested, tested again, just, just like we were tested over this weekend. So, um, you know, today we'll take a much needed day off. We'll practice tomorrow. We'll plan on leaving on Thursday and we'll play Friday. That is awesome. Does it look like you're going to practice Thursday or try to do a kind of a walkthrough Thursday? Cause you know, I'm planning on going down too. So I'm trying, I need to, I need to know when I can talk to you down there, coach. Um, you know, I don't, I don't even know, Brian, I have no idea what time we're leaving and where we're staying, any of that. Um, we're, we're going to get that sorted out today around lunchtime. So, um, I will let you and the Lancer nation know <laughs> as soon as I know. I love it. Listen, uh, coach, I cannot begin to tell you again, like I said, coach Smith, I appreciate you. It's been so much fun this past weekend. I think it's going to be one of these things we look back on 20 years from now, coach, if we're still kicking around and we're going to look back on and be like, you remember that weekend back in 23 when you had to, when you had to, had to win four games in two days and, uh, to make it to the championship game. And then, you know, Hey, remember we made it to the world series. What a great year. Right, anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to speak <laughs> it into existence, sir. Listen, thank you so much. Uh, the next time we talk to you, we'll be on Florida time. I'm excited about that. And I uh, think I'm going to be doing the show live from uh, Florida too. So I hope to, I'd love to have you come in and sit across from me and do the show. Maybe bring a player with you. Oh, that'd be great. Sounds good. Uh, coach. But I'll, I'll... I'm going to tell you, Brian, if Palatka is anywhere near Key West, uh, CC Tillman may be running the show. Uh, <laughs> no, it's right below Jacksonville. I can't tell you that. I looked at it on a map. It's uh, looks like it's about 30 minutes south of Jacksonville. Okay, yeah, that's the way it heard. It was kind of near the kind of um, that's going to be too far for me to run down to the Keys for a little bit. But, uh, so I'll be there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, Coach, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later on this week, sir. Thank you for your time, Brian, and your support. There you go. That's Coach Gary Smith. Hey, you didn't. You got to give me your go Lancers, Coach. Oh, we, he's already off the line. <laughs> there you go. So, thank you to Coach Gary Smith from Lenore Community College. Uh, again, can't wait to uh, talk to him down in Florida as we'll be bringing you the show live from Palaka, Florida later on this week as LCC gets ready for the uh, NJCAA uh, district tournament, the Southeast District Tournament. The winner of that best of three will go to the uh, uh, will go to the National Junior College Athletic Association D2 World Series in Enid, Oklahoma. So thank you again to Coach uh, Smith for joining us there. How about this? We go from one championship coach to another as we have Madison Lee Harvey joining us from uh, South Lenore High School. Her Blue Devils tonight will be at home. Uh, that game is at 6 o'clock. Uh, she's got the 13th-ranked Blue Devils there, 11-6 and six overall, taking on Wes Bladen, who is 15-7, and seven, and she's joining us live right now on our Spence Automotive guest line. Good morning, Coach. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? I am doing really good. I, I got to tell you, it's always fun when you do the show and you got these, you know, just had LCC uh, head baseball coach, uh, Gary Smith on there getting ready to go to the district finals. We got you starting your road in the playoffs tonight. You, it's a lot of excitement around deep run and pink hill right now, isn't there? Uh, yes, sir. 
Tell me a little bit about this team. It's the first time. Unfor- I can't believe I've had to wait. That, well, not that I've had to, but that I've waited till the playoffs to talk to you. But, man, again, the second place finish in a very tough East Central 2A conference this year. Just kind of give us a little season. Uh, tell us about this season, Coach. Yeah, I mean, we started out playing really good teams in our preseason and uh, went in a conference expecting big things. And, you know, we played well. Um, we're kind of hurt right now. We got Mary Grace Byer, one of our seniors. She's out with a knee injury. So we're kind of hating that. But we got our other two seniors that's really stepped up, um, KK and Gracie. And, I mean, I've got some lower classmen that are really pulling through, coming in clutch of big situations. So um, they're playing good ball right now. So hopefully we'll stay through it today and continue on pressing forward. Absolutely. And i got to tell you, you were referencing the beginning of your season, Coach. And I agree with you. I mean, you know, we give the results every morning here on the show. And, of course, I see everything, you know, that uh, Junius does over at ENC Moments and that uh, the boys over at uh, News News Sports do. And when you started out of the gate 0-2, you start out 1-3. But I kept telling people, Coach, listen, look at the caliber of teams that uh, Southwest <laughs> play. And you do that on purpose, don't you? You schedule the Wilmington Hoggards, the 4A Wilmington Hoggards, and as good as Richlands is, to get your team ready for the regular season and the playoffs, don't you, Coach? Yes, sir, definitely. Definitely want to play the big dogs and kind of see where we're at, make our adjustments where we're needed, and then continue on. Well, I'm going to – that leads to the next uh, logical question. Again, on the line with us right now, like I said, uh, Madison Lee Harvey from uh, South Lenora High School joining us here this morning on our Spence Automotive Guest Line. is What What have you found out about your team, Coach? What What has your team shown you? I mean, you know, the, last year was your first year. This year you really – you know, it's become really your team. Not that last year's wasn't, but, I mean, it, it's really become your team. But what what did you find out about your team going into the playoffs this season, Coach? Um, They they handle adversity pretty well. I mean, you know, we go in the game and one of your, like I said, one of our top seniors is out and they're having to make adjustments. I'm moving kids around. People are playing positions they've never played before. They're extremely uncomfortable playing and they're handling it. With, they're handling it well. I mean, they don't complain about it. They just – figure out what they have to do and jump on it. And I appreciate them being so willing to change and do what's needed for the team. But um, definitely, definitely looking forward to the playoffs. And, you know, like I said, we're making adjustments as needed, moving kids around, doing what we got to do to hopefully win the game. And the girls are really, really sticking with me and pushing through, trying to go as far as we can and do as much as we can. Another sweep of uh, North Northern. You know I got to bring it up, Coach. It's a rivalry in, <laughs> in, our, in our county. It's a rivalry in our county. But uh, a uh, 20 – and I got to tell you, Junius was at that first game uh, that was in uh, Wheat Swamp, and it was a 2-2 game. And he, uh, you know, he sends me a message. He, you know, keeps me up to date on this. And he's like, man, it's 2-2. It's a tough game. Then the next one he sends me, it was something like 16-2 to or 16 to like, <laughs> Wait, what happened? But – and then you beat him at your place 6-5 to five, uh, uh, last Thursday. Uh, it, it, Yes, I mean, I know that, you know, you probably look at it as just another game on the schedule, but it's also, it's a little bit more special. As as an alum yourself of the Blue Devils and now as a head coach, it's a little bit more special. It's, a, <laughs> it's, it's special when you beat, when you sweep North Lenore, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the girls get, I mean, they get into every game, but the rivalry game, you know, it's, it's and it was our senior night, so it was really, like, double implications, you know what I'm saying, and I'm really close with Bobby Hatcher, that coaches at North Lenore. We're, we've coached together before, so I mean, there's not there's no bad blood whatsoever. We're we're super cool, and 
at the end of the game, he was like, dang, you know, hate that it ended the way it did, but that was a great game. And I was like, yeah, dude, just, just an awesome game. You know, both teams played really well. I mean, that's probably the most fun game we've had all season. And um, it was just incredible to be a part of. Well, it's almost like, and I like what you said there too, Coach. It's almost like how it is with David Combs and Jackson Massey. I mean, they're former teammates at Mount Olive College. Both of them came from Wayne County. And what, 20 out of the 22 games in the season or whatever, they're good friends. They talk to each other a couple of times a week. <laughs> but, man, when you face off against each other, it is a special rivalry. And you had the special – it was special to you too when you played for South Lenore, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That is awesome. Madison Lee Harvey joining us. And I tell you what, let me pay a bill here real quick, if you don't mind, Coach. Got to thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much, Beverly Jenkins. All the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare, for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And let's not waste any time. Let's get right back to our big interview. It's Madison Lee Harvey, the head softball coach at South North High School. And before we get into the playoff game, again, with this being – wait until the playoffs to have you on this season, Coach. But tell me a little bit about this roster. Uh, and just, again, great – I know you had great senior leadership. Unfortunately, like you said, an injury. But uh, highlight as many players as you want to on this team, Coach. Yeah, I was just going through my starting lineup. So my starting pitcher, she is a sophomore, Kelly Tindall. Great kid, works hard, a lot of movement, good control of the ball. She's just definitely a workhorse. Um, my catcher is a freshman, Carly Boone. Um, she is, I would say, probably the life of the team. Jokester, keeps everything lively, just when you look through to keep everybody up. Um, I have Gracie Howard at third. She's one of my senior leaders. She came in clutch in North Lenore game, hit a two-run bomb to kind of get us back in the game. Um, again, just another kid you look to to kind of start things and do um, things in big situations. Um, my shortstop is KK Sassnett. Um, she's going to pit to play um, softball and volleyball. She's just awesome athlete, just definitely one of my top offensive players. Looking for her to come in and get on base because she's very speedy. Um, my second baseman is a freshman, Mackenzie Herring. Quick, um, moves KK around a lot when KK gets on, or you know when KK gets out, she's my secondary league offense. She's just a great kid. Um, my first baseman was Mary Grace. She got hurt, but now I'm trying something different today. I'm moving Jordan Sassanet, which is my left fielder over there. Um, Jordan is the lefty slapper, just fast, fast kid, and um, a good defensive player. Then I got Kylie Smith in center, super fast kid. Um, so much range in center field. It's it blows my mind sometimes how, how much yard she can cover. And then at right, I have Peyton Bryan. Um, she is probably, honestly, the most improved player of the year. I cannot even begin to explain how much she has improved this year. She really takes everything I say and runs with it, just literally works her tail off. And I'm so proud of all of them, really. And then I got two on the bench that I know I can pull in at any time. Well, I'm telling you, when you – and I was looking at your roster as you were going through that, Coach, and 
I don't know if there's another team that has a mix of youth. I mean, you've got a, you've got two freshman starters along with <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying with a, along with a couple of seniors too. I mean, this is a very nice mix of youth and experience, isn't it, Coach? It is. It definitely is, and it's it's really incredible to see you know the seniors start taking your freshmen and say, look, this is what you're doing. This is how I would do it, and you kind of see them really start to lead. And it's funny because. Um, Mary Grace got hurt, and see, I've kind of given her a, a new role. Like, okay, what do you think? What should we do here? What, like, what are your thoughts here? What would you do as a coach? And um, she told me that she goes, I really think I'm going to coach. I really think <laughs> now that I've, you know, had a game or two to kind of experience it, this is something I'm going to want to do. So it's it's nice to kind of continue to build, even when they graduate. You know, try to keep them involved in the game and help the younger ones. So it's almost like a paying it forward thing because you know. And, and, and not trying to get you emotional or anything here, Coach, but you know Lisa Smith looked at you the same way. You know she oh, did. That, that, you know, hey, here's a future leader. I would like to maybe one day see her come back. I mean, you got to feel the same way that, you know, hey, here's a, a leader that is going to be leading a program one day somewhere probably, right? Absolutely. If she missed it for me, so I got to do it for the other ones, you know. That is Pay cool. it forward. <laughs> absolutely pay it for it okay let's talk about uh the playoff game tonight uh you guys are at home first pitch is set yes, for sir. six o'clock as you take on a 15 and 7 west bladen team and how in the world does a 15 and 7 team get a number 20 seed i mean i, <laughs> I was looking at when everything came out yesterday coach and i was like i was hoping your baseball team is going on the road today and they're playing a four and 11 team in the first <laughs> how in the world do they get to play a four and 11 team and you're playing a tough 15 and 17 in the first round coach you know if you could explain it to me i'd appreciate it because i don't <laughs> understand it but but i'm not wrong tell me tell me what you know about them and again the way they and, and yes, I took shots. You don't have to, Coach. I'm not even going to try to put you in that position because I did it for you yesterday. the The situation that the NCHSAA put you coaches in are is just horrible. It's just horrible that you have, and I mean this sincerely that you didn't find out who you're playing until right about 24 hours before the game is even going to be played. I guess maybe 30 hours before, but still, <clears throat> a day before you're supposed to play them. How does that hurt you? And again, I'm not asking you to take any shots in such SAA, but you only had a very limited time of knowing who you're going to play, getting scouting reports and everything. Tell us what you do know about West Bladen at this point, Coach. Yeah, we, we got a couple scouts from a couple teams that we played in preseason. That's a good thing about playing those, you know, top-notch teams in the beginning of the season. But um, we, we know they're really quick. We know they play some small ball, um, which is what we prepared for yesterday. We did have enough time to kind of prepare a little bit before um but they're quick they're they play a lot of small ball and we know their pitchers she's pretty good we kind of expect her to come in and throw really well um so we prepared for that when we were hitting yesterday and just talking through you know our plan when we get to the plate and what we hope to see and what we plan to do and um the girls are really excited so that that's good you know they have friends that they've talked to about the team too that they know on other teams so um i hope we're prepared i think we prepared well yesterday but yeah, not knowing in enough time, that was that was kind of tough. I well, think I refreshed my my phone all weekend trying to see what I could figure out, how to figure it out myself, you know? Yeah, no joke. I just think it's disrespectful to spring sports. I really do. Football, you find out on Saturday. So you've got a whole week, obviously, there. Even in basketball, though, I mean, you find out on Saturday. And so you've got, you know, you can do your scouting and everything on Sunday, have a couple, you know, have a, a Monday practice, get ready for them, whatever. I don't know, Coach. It just... <laughs> it, I just say, like I was saying yesterday, make it make sense. Listen, Coach Madison <laughs> Lee Harvey, 
thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good luck in tonight's game, and uh, I'm hoping you guys go deep in the playoffs, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. There you go. That's Madison Lee Harvey from South Lenore High School softball. Uh, first round playoff again, six o'clock. Get out to South Lenore tonight and support them. Hey, let's play the birthday game. We'll come up, come back, and wrap up today's show right after that. Today is Tuesday, May the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2023. It is time to play the birthday game. And have you guys recovered from yesterday's birthday game yet, John Dawson? No. <laughs> Jonathan Massey. What happened yesterday, man? Oh, nothing much. We were just, uh, I was sharing stories about my childhood and my youth growing up. And, and I had to pull a Nixon and edit tapes. <laughs> <laughs> in Thurman, North Carolina, by God. G. Gordon Liddy would have been like, Mr. President, please. <laughs> there you go. But it was a fun birthday game yesterday, right? Like I said, I had to edit the tapes. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, it's two, like I said, Tuesday, May the 9th. Uh, Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday's birthday game in pretty commanding fashion, 4-1. to one. You get to tell us about GoEco Office Automation. Well, when you think about commanding fashion, you think about GoEco and their office automation game because they have commanded the office automation industry in the greater eastern North Carolina region for the better part of 40 uh, years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jack Passlake now at the helm, it's only going to go up from there. Uh, he's great guy, great businessman, uh, by all accounts, a great boss. And if you want to be on the receiving end of some of his brilliant client service, you need to give him a call. Man, that was a pretty good, uh, just off the top of his head there, wasn't it, John Dawson? That was fantastic. It was fantastic. What's that phone number, John? Jonathan Massey? 252. 252. 252. 286. 286. 5353. 53. 54. 54. Or you can visit his website at goeco.com or what is goeco.com for more information. There you go. Major blink. <laughs> I stared at you the entire time. Oh. Was, were you not unsettled? No, I don't have my glasses on, so I, you're... You lucky rascal. <laughs> I mean, I can see you. Are you staring at me? You're not this is, blinking? This is great radio. Oh, this is awesome radio. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway... Fine, uh, I'll stare at John. John likes when you stare at him. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> Dead air as we're both staring here. Okay, we've got a three musical hints in today's show, John Dawson. I know you'll be the judge of that. But uh, I have no doubt that you are going to be very pleased with this first one. He's a guitarist for this band. Chicago. Oh, blood, sweat, and tears. What goes up must go down. Spinning wheels <laughs> go around. <laughs> it's uh, Steve Katz. Mm -hmm. Steve Katz, are you familiar with him? A little bit. Yeah. He's uh, been a guitarist with the band forever. Uh, and today is his birthday, Jonathan Massey. You've got to know Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I do not. Did we raise this child right or Who what? Who is this we you speak of? Oh, I guess, uh, I guess I didn't. I'm going to have to give Judy a call. This is sad. She probably won't answer. Every time I hear, <laughs> every time I hear this song, I think about the Larry Sanders show. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor played his sidekick. He invested in a, re a rotating restaurant that bombed, and he lost all his money. So he had to go on tour to get out of debt. And between rehearsals for the show, he was rehearsing the band for his tour, and he was working on a, ver a salsa version of this song. And it was disgustingly awful, but it was so good. <laughs> Tommy Newsom from the Tonight Show band was there trying to get it together. It was just really funny. That's awesome. Ooh, you hear how the voice is going back and forth in our, in our headphones here? Stereo, son. Oh, that's pretty awesome. 
Spinning Wheel by Blood, Sweat, and Tears over there. Uh, Jonathan Massey, Steve Katz. Given I don't have anything to go off of here, I'm going to go off of a number that's done me well over the past few days, 72. He says 72. What do you say, John Dawson? 73. He was born May the 9th, 1945. So he's 78 mm-hmm. today. So ah. congratulations there. Uh, you take a one to nothing lead. That might be Steve Katz right there. It, it is Steve Katz. So many songs to choose from for this next artist. I don't know which one. Uh, well, yeah. Let me pick. Let me play one first, and then you tell me, and I'll, I'll let you do it, dude. I will for sure. How about this? Billy Joel. Today is Billy Joel's birthday. Billy Joel. Oh, he's got a thousand great songs. Uh, what would you like to hear? This is uh, Only the Good Die Young. This moving is as out. good as any. Yeah. What's that? Moving Out. You want to hear Moving Out? Sure. Moving Out's a good song. I got He was my hero when he married Christy Brinkley. He was all our heroes when he just a regular looking, looking schmo. Schmo. Where, I was about to say schnapps. <laughs> I don't know where schnapps were. Schnapps may have been involved. <laughs> schnapps were probably involved. Oh, yeah, you're right, Jonathan. This is a good one. See, you know why I love the birthday. Sing it, Jonathan. You know Go the ahead, Jonathan. Go ahead. Do it. I want to hear this so part. I can give you a heart attack, you ought to know by now. <laughs> Do you know I did that to you one day last yeah, week? Yeah, I hate it. But it was awesome. I sounded awful. <laughs> well, you didn't. Yeah. I thought you sounded pretty good, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, Oh, I love this song. When he and Elton John were touring together. I, I saw one of those stops. That's one of the most genius pairing. You just... They could have done that until they fell over if it was printing money. Well, they put the pianos. They basically did dueling pianos. It's called Face to Face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the name of the tour. Yeah. In front of 25,000 people. You know what, though? I have a bad memory about it. You know why? I can even tell you. I went, uh, Tina and I and a couple other people went in uh, 2009 to go see that tour. Mm-hmm. The same night of that tour, uh, Kenson High School played... Northwest Guilford or somebody like that in the state playoffs and got beat. And so I missed the game to go see uh, Billy Joel. and. Uh, so you would have rather seen them lose? No, because if I'd been there, they would have won. Yeah, that's how Billy Joel and Elton John over a loss. Okay, never mind. Uh, he, he thinks that if he was there, Kenston no, would have won. Because he Do gets you have a year of high school eligibility defense. left or something? <laughs> <laughs> then why would they have won? Because you know why? Moving out. I know it made no sense whatsoever, but uh, uh, anyway. But the, yeah, that's when I think about that tour. I got to see them on that tour, and Kenson lost that game. And if they had won that one, they would have won seven state championships in an eight-year period instead of only six state championships in an eight-year period. Mm-hmm. I don't think Wells Gulledge has ever forgiven me, though, dude. It's Elton John and Billy Joel, man. It was a great show. It was a great show. What Go ahead, Jonathan. Oh, no, I'm, I'm completely lost now because I don't even know where we're at in the song. Then I... Whose guess is it? Uh, no, no yours. it's yours. Billy Joel, how old is he today? 
76. You say 76. What about you over there, Mizzle? 75. He was born May the 9th, 1949, so he's only 74 today. Okay. I love this part right here. You don't remember that? This is him moving out. That's a little on the nose, isn't it? The fact that he's saying he's moving out pretty much conveys what he's doing. But then you've got the sound effects of him. How are you going to move out on a motorcycle? You can't put any furniture on a motorcycle. How do you know it's a motorcycle? See, I think it was like a Mustang. Well, at one point in the song, he traded in a Chevy for a Cadillac. (laughs) 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 That was pretty good. I liked that. His eyes went bad. There you go. So it's one to one, and it goes back to you, uh, Jonathan Massey. Hey, she's done a lot of acting, but I love her most as Murphy Brown. It's Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen, who is a what's a she had a strong. She age was one age. of the f- first hosts of Saturday Night Live in '75. She was in a movie with Art Garfunkel called Carnal Knowledge. She would probably enjoy a lot. <laughs> um, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff indeed. Candace Bergen, good-looking woman, right? Nope, horrible. <laughs> God. You know who we're talking about, right? Jonathan Massey, Maybe, Murphy Brown. Yeah. yeah. She was on Boston Legal with William Shatner. That's right. She and he was. was chasing her the entire show. Do you blame him? Well, his character was chasing Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Candace Bergen, how old would she be today? Oh, we're, we're, how are we doing these birthday games so fast in the last few it's days? It's quality. Not, you, don't, you don't want to put too much. You want it to be a tight, you know, <laughs> quality. Like the girls in age. So, how old is she today over there, Jonathan Massey? 74. You say 74. What do you say, Dizzle? 75. She was born May the 9th, 1946. So, she is 77 today. So, happy birthday to the lovely Candace Bergen. You lead two to one. Uh, John Dawson. One of my favorite SNL sketches is she's doing like this consumer protection show. And Dan Aykroyd's playing Mr. Mainway, and he has all these products for children. They're horrible. And she's like, you cannot defend this product, Mr. Mainway, and the product is bag of glass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ah, it's educational. You got prisms in there? It's good for the kids. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we've got two dead people, including this. He was the lead singer for this band, Danny and the Juniors. It's Danny Rapp. I know the song. I did not know the this artist. This is At the Hop. At the Hop. I like this song, man. I do, too. What year did he die? He died in 1983. Too loud, dog. Oh, sorry. Me or it? Yes. <laughs> Dan, uh, Just in general. I like that. Danny Rapp. Today is his birthday. Uh, John Dawson, it's your turn. Let's go to the... Wait. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah, so he died. That's right. He died 40 years ago. Can I How guess old now? Danny? <laughs> you, start, you told me to guess and then started singing. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I can't deny that. Yeah. Um, oh, baby. 93. You say 93. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? A hundred. He was born May the 9th, 1941. So he would only be 82 if he were. Well, uh, he died 40 years ago. I was just assuming he made it to 60. No, which is amazing about this. So this song came out in 1958. 
So he was 17 when this came out, John Dawson. Wow. There was a lot of those. It's weird that music made by young people in the 50s is so much better than music made by young people now. It's like a totally different universe. I, I, what do you want me to do? Disagree I mean, with Stevie you? Stevie Wonder was putting out classics before he could. Well, I guess he can't drive because he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. But, you know, he's not even old enough to shave, and he's putting out masterpieces. And then you like, you know, Ariana Grande, same age. It's just compare the work. It's just something's off. Well, there you go. So who got that? Oh, he did by a lot. So you've already clinched the day then, right? Oh, yes. Oh. Sorry. Or let me get this right. Who got Steve Cass from Blood, Sweat, and Tears? Who got Billy Joel? Who got uh, Candace Bergen? Oh, three to one. That's right. Hey, the end of this. Come on, let's get. Come on, big finish here, John Dawson. At the hop. So he was only after his what? Yeah, when he died, he was 40. He was born in 41. He died in 83. He was 42. See, what they don't tell you is that song was about going to the IHOP and he had high cholesterol, and that's why he died so young. <laughs> Dude, that's so wrong, man. Well, okay. since, it, since it caused me to lose the birthday game, good. <laughs> God. Wow. I hope none of uh, Danny Rapp's relatives are listening to the show today. Wouldn't that be awful if one of them, like, lived here in Kinston and they, for whatever reason, they were switching through the channels and turned on uh, 960 The Bull and they heard you say you were glad somebody was dead? What are they going to do? If they're shareholders in WRNS, then we have a problem. There you go. Uh, last one. You've already clinched the day, though, John Dawson, mm -hmm. but uh, we'll still do this last one. Dead person. And uh, let me give the hints. You're going to know it, Jonathan Massey. I want to see if he can get it, okay? Okay. He's one of the greatest pure hitters of all time. Uh, he played his entire career for the San Diego Padres from 1982 to 2001. He was the first ballot baseball Hall of Famer in 2007. Ironically, he was also a great basketball player at San Diego State. He died in 2014 of cancer. It's... I have no clue. Really? I thought you might... I know you know. He was also a coach at San Diego State. There he was. Yeah, indeed. Tony Pena. I don't know. You had the first, name, first right. name right. Oh. Tony... I don't know. Gwen. Tony Gwen. Remember Tony Gwen? No. Really? Nope. <clears throat> I, I, think your in, I think in his career he had more walks than strikeouts. Yeah. And he's the only person that Ted Williams ever respected. Does that mean he you can read that, a right? pitch or were they scared to pitch to him? Like he knew a pitch. He knew where the pitch was. Yeah, he, I guess he just had phenomenal eyesight and could see the rotation on the laces. Yeah. But he was just incredibly disciplined, great hitter. Great, Not a big great. power guy. He but. wasn't. No, no, no. But he was just uh, – he was the only one to ever flirt with 400 after Ted Williams did, uh, after Ted Williams got it in, what, 1941. A lot of baseball players after he died quit uh, dipping tobacco. Yeah. And, you know, they won a settlement. His family won a, uh, a big settlement. It didn't have the – I, I deep-dived into uh, him, and uh, he was just such a great player, such a great baseball player. They just, were shocked that tobacco was bad for him? No, they were – I don't know where I – did I say shocked? No, I'm, I'm saying it. Like they no. sued like they were – Well, shock. just – I don't know, man. It's just sad. So, so sad. Tony Gwynn, Jonathan Massey. How old would he be if the great Tony Gwynn was still alive today? You but said, I do like the story about Ted Williams, though, because Ted Williams didn't like anybody. And he thought this new, you know, group of baseball players, you know, were just didn't respect the game. He loved Tony Gwynn. 
He really did. I mean, there are tons of stories about that. They would sit and just talk about baseball and talk about hitting for hours on end and mm -hmm. uh, just compare stories and all this kind of stuff. And I remember reading one time that uh, Ted Williams said, because Ted Williams still the final, the last player to hit over 400 in a season. And he said if anybody were to break it, he hoped that Tony Gwynn would hit, would break it. And, I, and for Ted Williams to say that, that was pretty strong because oh, Ted you're Williams, right. He didn't like anybody. He yeah, except yeah. he didn't like anybody except Ted Williams. Yeah, there you I go. And I don't even know if that was the case. Yeah, he probably self-loathed anyway. Uh, you said he died in 2014. Yep, died in 2014. God, nine years ago. If you'd have asked me to guess when it was he died, I would have said like three or four years ago. I didn't realize it'd been nine years ago. I'm, I know he was relatively young. I'm gonna say 65. 65 is your guess. What do you say, John Dawson? 64. He was born May 9th, 1960. You're right, John. Jonathan Massey, uh, but you're closer, John Dawson. Uh, he would have been 63 today, mm. which just, again, just breaks my heart. He was uh, a good dude, really good dude from everything that you read. Uh, local birthdays uh, today here on May the 9th. I've got his jersey right there, autographed Derek Rivers. Today is his birthday from the- I thought the, it was uh, Johnny Rivers. Secret <laughs> agent man. Of course, his claim to fame. No. Of course, his claim to fame is uh, being the the brother to uh, Lydia Rivers. There you go. And he would he would actually smile and probably get a good chuckle out of that because she is awesome. She is awesome. But uh, see, it's autographed. See that Derek and I got to give me a Houston because uh, uh, he just re-signed with the Houston Texans. I'm gonna have to get me a Houston Texans jersey now. Uh, so I have the the up to date one. But happy birthday, Derek! Thank the world of him. Good guy, man. And I know you've you've met him too. Just a Salt of the year, haven't you? I have not. Oh, I thought you had. We're gonna start I've, having meetings about who's <laughs> knows who. <laughs> I've I've met uh, his mom. Their their mom was uh, did some physical therapy stuff for my granddad, so I met her. She's a sweetheart. And uh, of course, Lydia used to come to the gym all the time. Yeah. Well, thought you were going to keep talking. <laughs> I was going to be able to take a sip there. Uh, happy birthday, Derek. One of the good guys, Jeff Wooten, who is over Aiden Griffin, used to be a football coach at South Lenore. Now, I believe he coaches wrestling, too, over at Aiden Grifton, but uh, good dude. Happy birthday to him. And then uh, happy birthday, uh, just a buddy of mine, man. Uh, she's the uh, Greene County Health Director and also a former Zumba student over with uh, with Takima. And we would always be in the back row together. She'd be in a row in front of me, and we would try to keep up. She's actually pretty good. I'm not, I sound like I'm picking on her, I shouldn't, because she's really good. But Joy Brock, she's the uh, Greene County Health Director now. Sweetheart, super sweetheart. And I uh, hope you have a good birthday today. Joy, uh, have a good birthday, Coach Wooten, Derek Rivers, and everybody else. If today is your birthday on Tuesday, May the 9th, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And I want to thank again Richard Clark, LCC baseball coach Gary Smith, South North Blue Devils softball coach Madison Lee Harvey. Thank you for them joining us today. Uh, we'll have Junior Smith third on tomorrow's show and other coaches too as we react to tonight's game. Get out and support these kids tonight in the playoffs. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.